salutations, listeners. Welcome to a long overdue version of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. It is our mission here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast to cure whatever it is that ails you through the power and the majesty of jazz music. In this particular episode, I'm just going to spin a couple of favorites I've been grooving on. You know, I have to apologize for my long absence. I am a teacher, and because I'm a teacher, school has started back and has kind of absolutely crowded most, if not all, of my time. So, I have finally gotten somewhat caught up, and I decided to just share a couple of my recent favorites. Just kind of, you know, working here and there, listening to music in the background, digging on some new albums, and I wanted to share it with you. So that's what we're going to do. Once again, thank you for listening. Now let's get to some music.
right. That was the great guitarist, Teddy Bunn. And that was a tune called Getting Together, which is what we're doing here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast. We are just getting together and listening to some great tunes. So you can find that track if you're interested on Document Records. Teddy Bunn, 1929 to 1940. And Teddy Bunn is an often overlooked guitarist in jazz throughout the jazz canon. He's not as popular as Wes Montgomery or Kenny Burrell or Pat Metheny or even Charlie Christian. But he should not be this overlooked. I mean, this dude is right up there with like Lonnie Johnson. He's got some amazing guitar technique, a lot of great bends, a lot of great emotion in his playing. And it just, that tune just stuck out to me. And I'm like, damn, that's a great track. So I just wanted to share that with y'all. All All right, up next, someone who is not overlooked by any stretch of the imagination. We're talking about Yardbird, Charlie Parker. And I revisited recently his album with Charlie Parker with Strings, which is by and large, one of my favorite Charlie Parker albums. Even though he got a lot of shit for it when he recorded it, people thought he was selling out to try to sound more commercial. But if you listen to what he's playing, it's still unabashed genius. So let's listen to Charlie Parker, the bird himself, with strings and summertime. Thank you. 
All right. That was the incomparable Charles Mingus from his 1956, I believe, album, Mingus at the Bohemia. Charles Mingus' composition entitled Work Song. And that's, of course, Mingus on the bass, Max Roach on the drums on that album. But on that particular track, it's actually Willie Jones on drums. And the piano with those bombs in the beginning just sounds like atomic bombs in the left hand. That is none other than Mal Waldron and the wonderful mood-setting tenor saxophone of George Barrow stating the melody and keeping that whole film noir vibe. Before that, we heard the wistful and gorgeous tune Yesterdays performed by none other than Johnny Smith. But this time... It wasn't Johnny Smith with Stan Getz. It was Johnny Smith on guitar with Paul Quinchette, who is known as the vice president of the tenor saxophone. Of course, that's an uh, acknowledgement to Lester Young as the president of the tenor saxophone. People felt like Paul Quinchette's style was so similar to Perez's that they decided to dub him the vice president. Prez. It didn't really stick the way that Prez stuck to Lester Young, but nonetheless, that was kind of his moniker that he went through. And then we started out that three-song set with Charlie Parker with strings, playing the George Gershwin classic, Summertime. Well, we have some more great tunes for you. This next one, featuring some more tenor saxophone genius, is none other than a duet between the father of the tenor saxophone, Hawk, Bean, whatever you want to call him. It's none other than Coleman Hawkins next to the frog or the brute, Ben Webster. Coleman Hawkins, Ben Webster, here is Blues for Yolanda.
Listen, kind people, what the blues has done to me. Listen, kind people, what the blues has done to me. Made me lose my money, 25 year guarantee. Now the blues jumped a rabbit, and they run him for a solid mile. Jumped a rabbit, running for a solid mile, and the rabbit laid down, cried like a natural child. Ski dad, ski dee, ski boo boo boo, be boo be baby all night long. Dusky, dusky, booby, be booby, baby, all night long. I ain't had no ski, boo, booby, baby, since you've been gone, all gone, the great banjo Ike Robinson and that was of course banjo Ike Robinson on the vocals and on the banjo Jimmy Flowers on the piano and a guy named Count Turner on the backup banjo now it's important to call out what Pison T Blues actually is that was the track that we heard Pison Blues. And Pizen, P-I-Z-E-N, is kind of like a, a dialectic kind of spelling. It's not Pizen, it's actually meant to be poison. So, but given the dialect, it's not poison, it translated to Pizen. Like, she Pizen me, you know? So, you've got to keep these things in mind when you listen to some of this old music. And if you listen to the actual lyrics, it makes sense that there was this, you know, woman and she was trying to poison, you know, his tea that he was drinking. So it's Pison Tea Blues or Poisoned Tea Blues. Uh, I hate to get on like a Phil Shap moment, but I mean, it's important to understand context. So 
I found that very, very cool when I was just listening to some old music, and I'm like, man, this would be a great one for the podcast. So there you go. Where else are you going to listen to Banjo Ike Robinson following the great Miles Davis from a Japanese release called The Black Album? That was a track called Movie Star in which it was actually written by Prince for Miles Davis. And the whole point behind this kind of thing was is that, you know, there's all these tunes that are supposedly in the vault, you know, um, by Prince or by Miles Davis or by Warner Brothers. And they were going to, Warner Brothers was going to come out with a six CD set called The Last Word. And it was going to feature some unreleased material of Miles and the Prince thing. And when they went to try to get permission from Prince um, back in 2005, um, there was some problems. I think it was a lot of animosity left over between Prince and Warner Brothers. You remember that Prince wrote like slave on his face and things like that. So he did not give them permission. So with that being said, the six CD set turned into a four CD set, and they even made poor Bill Melkowski write brand new liner notes in just four days. And then it was hardly any unreleased material. It was just kind of like Miles, late Miles on Warner Brothers. So what you actually heard was something that was leaked or released by the Japanese on something called the Black Album. And it was a track called Movie Star. And you can even hear Miles, you know, or somebody in Miles' band going like, Prince, Prince, Prince. So, there you go. And you can hear Prince's screams in the background. Uh, And, of course, funky as ever. A little bad on the sound quality side, but still funky as hell. And before Movie Star, we heard the great tenor saxophone duo between Coleman Hawkins and Ben Webster from Coleman Hawkins meets Ben Webster and it was a tune called Blues for Yolanda it's one of those great just get down and dirty bump and grind sort of bluesy tunes you know and uh, it's just one of those you just nod your head to and go yeah yeah so wanted to share all of that with y'all <clears throat> Up next, we've got a great tune, one of my fa- all-time favorite tunes. It's called Petit Fleur, uh, which means small flower, and it's made famous by Sidney Bechet. But in this version, it's done by none other than the great Ed Hall. So here's Edmund Hall with his group playing Petit You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
the great Miles Davis with Gemini and Double Image. A combined medley track off of the 1971 album Live Evil. One of the most wicked, wicked albums that Miles ever put out. And I'm about to tell you why. On that track, of course, Miles was on the trumpet. Khalil Balakrishna was on the sitar. Erto Moriera was on the percussion. But Chick Corea and Joe Zavino were on the keyboards. Billy Cobham was on the drums. Dave Holland was on the bass. Wayne Shorter was on the saxophone. And then killing it. I mean, absolutely killing it on the guitar was John McLaughlin. Now, you're... If you're even a half-serious Miles person, you're sitting there going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. That's who we had in his bands then. Uh, yeah, yeah, so what? Think about this just for a second. There are like two major components from all the fusion bands of the 70s in that track alone. Erto and Chick Corea would go on to do Return to Forever and start the first incarnation of that. Billy Cobham and John McLaughlin would go on to do the Mahavishnu Orchestra, and Wayne Shorter and Joe Zavina would go on to do Weather Report. And then, on top of all that, you have Miles, Dave Holland, and Khalil Balakrishna. Come on, man. <laughs> Just a killer, wicked track. Just evil. Just that Jimi Hendrix vibe is just soaked and saturated in that whole thing, you know. When you start to look at it in historical terms, it puts a whole new spin on that that whole album and that whole track. But before that, we heard one of my absolute favorite New Orleans tracks. And yes, it's completely different than the Miles Davis track, but... I like to keep you all on your toes. That was A La Ba, and I heard it when revisiting a mosaic box set. It comes from the Atlantic New Orleans Jazz Sessions. It's a fantastic little set. But on that particular track, it was, of course, the great Danny Barker on banjo and on vocals, Paul Barbran on the drums, John Brunius on the trumpet, Bob Thomas on the trombone, Lester Santiago on the piano, Willie Humphreys killing it on the clarinet, and none other than the judge himself, Milt Hinton on the bass. Just a killer track, a la ba, those little harmonies, the, the little Caribbean groove to it. It's just, it's one of those classic New Orleans tracks this just it's just phenomenal and the words even though you may not know what it means I'll, I'll give you a, a translation it, it's almost like the code of New Orleans you know somebody ate too much somebody uh, drank too much and they vooly 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 vooled all over themselves and all over the ground and you know and there you go so it's kind of like uh, New Orleans you know um 
So it's a very happy, fun, kind of Mardi Gras-themed, if you will, tune. Um, before that, we started off the set with the great Ed Hall and his group performing the Cine Bechet classic Petit Fleur from the album Petit Fleur. And in fact, if you actually want to go and you want to check out all these album covers to make sure you're getting the right albums, and please support these artists and their estates and their families, you know. Uh, otherwise, it may be lost forever if people just decided not to care. So if you want to check out and make sure you're getting the correct albums, just go on the Dr. Jazz podcast website. That's Dr. Jazz, D R J A. ZZpodcast.wordpress.com. Make sure you're getting exactly what you're hearing and no substitutes. You can always rest assured that what you see on the Dr. Jazz Podcast website is exactly what you hear. Okay? So, let's get back to some music. Now we have the great Duke Ellington from one of his many treasury show performances and if you haven't checked those out they are fantastic here is the great duke ellington from his treasury show performances with sophisticated lady and now in our little piano concert by the duke himself mr ellington offers one of his more memorable compositions sophisticated lady
Thank you, Duke. All right, I'll be here. Set this up because um, I deal literally with the lyrical content of this song. So it gets just a wee bit naughty. The baby's asleep, that's good. That's Ali's lady and Ali's baby right there. Janelle and Ali. One, two, three, three, two, third, second, third. That's what I thought. Ali the third. in the back. Gabriel's out here. That's my son. Where is he? You don't know? Well, he's seen his mother. He knows it's all in fun. That being said, I want you all to know that this is all in fun now. understand why I was doing all of that once we get this song on the way. Those poets. 
its pipe of love in their childish ways. I know every type of love better far than they. Now if you want the thrill of love, I've been through the mill of love. I want to show you all the little things that I can do. I want to treat you right. I want to hold you tight. I want to give you plenty of loving every day and every night. Got so much love that I can give. Baby, won't you let me show you how to live? Let me show you what I can do. Let me do all these sweet things that I can do for you. Just a little ecstasy, baby. Won't you come with me? Won't you come and walk my way? Talk my way. 
Will you go with me, baby? Tonight. I treat you good, I treat you so good. I treat you right. Mm, what's your name, baby? Let's just start with the name you were given, Paul. Um, <laughs> Paul. Now let's see how many ways can we say. Suis-moi, 
je vais te montrer la paradis. Oui, 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 oui. Si tu viens avec moi ce soir, je te promets, ça va être vraiment quelque chose de spécial. That's the fabulous Miss Dee Dee Bridgewater from her 1998 release, Live at Yoshi's. That was one of the most sultry versions of Love for Sale that I've ever heard. And it's been around for a very long time. On that album, there's Terry Elias on the piano and organ. Allie Jackson on drums and percussion, Thomas Brammery on the bass, and of course, the inimitable, incomparable Ms. Dee Dee Bridgewater on the vocals, and that poor guy Paul in the audience. So, uh, <laughs> before that, we heard from the great Duke Ellington. We heard sophisticated lady from his treasury shows volume 23 i think they're up to 25 now so and it's nice to hear just even on a radio broadcast just a a wonderful piano solo by the duke so gotta love duke ellington so all right up next we have the great and living legend, the pianist Ahmad Jamal. And this comes from his album Alhambra. And here is his take on the classic standard Autumn Leaves. Thank you. 
All right, that was the great fusion band from Cuba, Erakere. And Erakere, of course, is led by Chucho Valdez on the piano and synthesizers. It's also a composition by him that we heard. It's called Aguanile, Aguanile Wawanko. And this also, this is from the album Erakere from Columbia Records came out in 1978 that's a great year uh, on the vocals is Armando Cuervo and Oscar Valdez on the trumpet Arturo Sandoval as well as Jorge Varona on the saxophone Carlos Averhoff and Paquito de Rivera of course Chucho is on the piano Jorge Alfonso is on the percussion. Carlos Emilio Morales is on the guitar. Enrique Pla is on the drums. Carlos de Puerto is on the bass. And it's just, it's so cool to hear that kind of Afro-Cuban jazz fusion with those kind of synthesizers. It's just, it's electric. It just, it's, you can just feel the intensity, you know, and, it's just a groovy track. I, I just love that track, and I wanted to share it with you. So there you go. Before that, we heard the great Woody Herman big band with the Thad Jones composition, A Child is Born. And it was a gorgeous arrangement by Alan Broadbent, and it comes from the Woody Herman album, Giant Steps. This album came out... I uh, believe in 1973. And let's just run down who this is here. On the trumpets, Bill Byrne, Bill Stapleton, Gil Rathel, Larry Pyatt, and Walt Blanton. On the trombones, Jeff Sharp, Jim Pugh. On the bass trombone, Harold Garrett. Tenor saxophone section, Frank Tiberi, good friend of Joe Lovano's. Harry Klein Tank, Steve Letterer, and on the piccolo flute and alto flute, Greg Herbert. Guitar is Joe Beck. Flugelhorn, Bill Stapleton, same as the trumpet section. Uh, the electric piano is Andy Laverne, great Andy Laverne. Drums, Ed Sof, making a special appearance on the congas. Ray Barreto on the bass, Wayne Darling, the Barry Sachs, Harry Kleintank, as I said before, and of course on clarinet, alto, and soprano, Woody Herman. Woody Herman himself being featured there on the clarinet. Great, great, great stuff. Before that, we heard a classic from Miss Lady Day, Miss Billie Holiday, with Practice Makes Perfect, and you could find that track on the quintessential Billie Holiday Volume 8 on Columbia Records. It's one of the Columbia jazz classics, so you can't beat Billie Holiday. I don't think she sang a bad song, so yeah. And then we started off that set with the incomparable living legend himself, Mr. Ahmad Jamal, from his album Alhambra, we heard Autumn Leaves, which totally catches your ear because of the quietness of that track. 
just gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. So trying to keep you all on your toes. we got everything from Cuban Jazz Fusion to Billie Holiday in that set. So up next, we've got a beautiful, beautiful song done in a very caring and tender way. Here is Mr. Chris Potter with the Duke Ellington, Billy Strayhorn classic, Lotus Blossom.
was my baby Lord, I pray to die Lord, if I don't miss my baby Well, I pray to die When she went and left me I hung my head and cried She was a good girl She never run around She was a good girl She never run around Wild and reckless That's the reason she put me down But you'll miss me, baby Just like I'm missing you You'll miss me, baby Like I'm missing you One day you'd be in love You might be frantic too Thank you.
All right, that was Bix Biderbeck, the great cornetist, along with Frankie Trumbauer and his orchestra. And that comes from the Columbia Jazz Masterpieces Bix Biderbeck Volume 2 at the Jazz Band Ball. Now, we've heard some Bix Biderbeck on the program here before on the podcast, but as I was just casually listening to you know some Bix Biderbeck, I sat there and I said, now wait a minute, wait, 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 that sounds like singing the blues, which Bix and, and Tram are very, very well known for. There's this famous Bix cornet solo and then the famous, you know, melody is stated by Frankie Trumbauer on a C melody saxophone. So I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm listening to this song, which is called crying all day and it sounds like they were trying to repeat some of their success that they had previously had on singing the blues by using the same kind of familiar melody to make this record which is crying all day if you listen about 30 seconds into that track you can go back you can rewind it sounds just like Bix Biderbecks and Frankie Trembauer's Singing the Blues. Listen to the melody that on, on Singing the Blues that Frankie Trembauer plays, and then listen to Crying All Day. There's more than just a coincidence right there. And it was just, I was like, wow. So, and it, on top of that, it's a great track because it sounds just like Singing the Blues, which is a, a legendary track. So, I figured that, you know, not a lot of people are talking about this, so I figured that I would share it here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast for your listening pleasure and jazz education. So, there you go. Before that, we heard the great Hot Lips Page with a track that he wrote in 1946 called You'd Be Frantic Too. And of course, that was Hot Lips Page, not only on the sensational growl and trumpet, but on vocals as well. And he wrote the tune. You know, not a lot of people give Hot Lips Page some credit, but they should. That dude's just awesome. And on that track as well, Lem Johnson on the tenor saxophone, Ace Harris on the piano, John Simmons on the bass, and none other than Big Sid Catlett on the drums, laying it down. And then before that, we heard the Duke Ellington, Billy Strayhorn classic, Lotus Blossom, from Chris Potter, and that comes from his album, Underground. There's a lot of great tracks on that album. Chris Potter, one of the contemporary legends today on the tenor saxophone and he picked some really great tunes lotus blossom is not your typical ellingtonian selection but it's one of my favorites and he also picks great tunes on a lot of his other albums i think it was from the red line that he covered don cherry's togo from old and new dreams and it's like yes you know so Chris Potter has just got immense taste 
in his selections and Lotus Blossom is a great example of that. So we've got one more track for you. Thank you for listening. Uh, we're going to close out this set with the incomparable lyricism of Dexter Gordon from his album Our Man in Paris. Here is Stairway to the Stars. Mm-hmm. 
God, I love that song. It's just so beautiful. Just so lyrical. Love Dexter Gordon. That's a great way to end this. That was Dexter Gordon, Stairway to the Stars, from his album on Blue Note, Our Man in Paris. Kenny Clark, Bud Powell, Pierre Michelot. Killer group. The whole album's just fantastic. Well, I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast, September Songs. Please make sure you check out the website and know if you're going to order any of this music off Amazon or look for it in your local record shop, know what you're looking for. Just check out the website, Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z podcast.wordpress.com. And to all of those of you who have sent me emails, thank you for your feedback. I love hearing from y'all. Please keep it up. I'm working on some of those ideas that you have suggested to me. I've been making little playlists here and there. So even though you don't see the podcast right away, know that I hear you. I love the feedback. Thank you for your compliments, especially on the the hard work that I put in into the Zorn podcasts. There's some work brewing there as well. So, as the great Duke Ellington would say, we do love you madly. And until next time, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Y'all be good now. Because in jazz, we trust. She was stretched out on a long white table so cold so sweet so bad